Welcome to the HP Wide Format Print Lab, Graphic Designer Edition. This is your hub for innovation in large format print technology, where you can find meaningful print solution interviews, useful tips and strategies to streamline and increase your productivity for your print business and your customers. Let's get started with this print journey and see how big ideas and big prints come to life with an HP DesignJet printer. Now here are your hosts, the HP print experts, Mindy Fink and Eddie Anderson. Welcome back to our HP Wide Format Print Lab. I am your host, Mindy Fink. Today we will be discussing the many ways you can print to a DesignJet or a PageWide XL printer. HP is always thinking of new ways for you to have the best experience printing to a HP large format printer. If you're working remotely in the office, near a printer, whether you have your files on a USB, on your network, on your phone, there are many ways to access your printer and print. As always, we have Eddie Anderson with us to talk all about the brilliant ways to print. Hey, Eddie, how are you? Hey, Mindy. I'm doing great. Thanks for that intro. Yes, this is going to be a fun one because we get to talk about all the many different ways that we can send a print to the machine. We'll talk about the old ways. Uh, We'll talk about some of the um, modern current ways, which um, we'll, we'll call those the traditional ways. And we'll talk about the modern ways. Um, and also to help us with uh, talking about all these wonderful ways to send to a print is one of our wonderful guests from Canada. Uh, she has been around for a while and, and she has been around wide format printing for quite a while. Uh, welcome, Diane, to the show. Hey, hey, Mindy. Hey, Eddie. And thanks for inviting me. I'm really excited to be here with you both. Absolutely. I bring greetings from the Canadian team. Um, They're very excited that I'm here as well. Uh, You may not know this, but I've really enjoyed your podcast and thought to myself, I'd like to be a part of this. So again, thanks for inviting me. Eddie and Min, yeah, it's cool. And guys, it's it's interesting that you're going to talk about the old ways of printing, uh, because whenever I'm out and given a chance, I like to talk about um, when I first started my degree back in 1979. It's in geography, so I was printing maps every day, and the old way of printing is so different from today. I would sit in front of a zenith terminal, which they called would call the dummy terminal or a dumb terminal, and hours coding in map coordinates. Once I thought I was finished, I'd run down a long hallway to the lab where a lineup of the old, old pen plotters would be sketching away my maps. Hopefully correct, but very, very slow. I know things have changed a lot since then and definitely for the better. Eddie, you've been around HP for a while and and I know you know the history of the ways customers used to print. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I've been with HP for 21 years now, to date, and I've got to see the tail end of the old ways of how they print. So the old ways, um, like you said, you'd write code in and you'd send it and cross your fingers and just hope for the best. And, you know, back in the late 70s, um, John Vaught, he was one of our HP employees, he developed the first thermal inkjet. He was sitting there having some coffee. I don't know all the details, but as he was making the coffee, he noticed the steam coming out of the machine, shooting through the coffee filter um, and hitting a napkin. And, you know, through thermal inkjet pressure, it was, it stained it like, and he thought to himself, well, let's connect this all together and how can we push ink through it and have the same thing? So after many years of development in the late 80s, we started making the thermal inkjet printers. Now, okay. So HP's made the tech 
And in the late nineties, we started making design jet printers. We're right now we're celebrating our um, 30th year of HP wide format design jet and they use the thermal inkjet. So how do we get the tech together? How do we get the workstation um, to print? So back in the day, there were several ways of doing it. There was FTP and much like how you did, you know, with your Zenith, you'd open up a port, uh, you type in a command, um, and luckily you've already had your file built together. So you'd you type in a line of code like you'd FTP it, open the port, and you'd say put space file extension file name and hit enter. Then you would just cross your fingers and hope the best. Hopefully that file made it over, and your workstation didn't care anything about it. All it had was a command to is take the file, send it through this port. And then the printer just had the port and received the file and printed. And that's how it was done. So it was um, like the Wild West. You just kind of guessed and hoped for the best that your file made it. Now, of course, Windows, they had DOS. So it was pretty much the same thing. You'd have a command prompt. You type in C colon file name and print. And it just like FTP, just sent off the job. You hoped for the best. So we invented... Um, one of the first drivers out there, um, we've, there's, there was many other manufacturers too. They needed the same thing. So they started building some code for drivers. So now we could drive the machines. We invented HPGL and it was great for the mapping and the CAD customers. They can open up the file. They can go through this driver and they had some basic settings. So they had a better idea of how it's going to look on paper, how it's going to come out. Now that was the old ways of doing it. Now, the new, the cool thing is we can still print the old ways, even with our latest machines, like our DesignJet T2600. Um, now, we leave those ports closed because, right out of the box, because they can be hacked into easily. But if you feel safe um, that your network's, your network's secure, you can open up you these ports and you can send the jobs the old ways. Now, I'm sure you guys probably still um, have a few customers that are just holding on to the old ways, but they need these new machines. We do. It's just pretty amazing that this all started, or thermal inkjet started over a cup of coffee. <laughs> right. Truly amazing. So Diane, do you have any customers still printing with these old ways of printing to a large format printer? Yeah, absolutely. I have a lot of customers using traditional methods and particularly on the tech, what we call the technical side of the business. Um, you know, we just go back to the fact that a large majority of our customers are like me and have been around, you know, large format printers since the 70s and are still working today. They do what they're accustomed to. And if they're accustomed to opening up a port or they're accustomed to a GL driver or a Windows driver, that's the way they want to do it. Um, when they get a new printer, they're, they're, they look to use the traditional drivers. We work hard to show them the new ways, but I'll tell you, um, they, they circle back. <laughs> so, so, Eddie, just give us a bit of an idea of what's changed since, since I was there around and a lot of my... Uh, you know, customers on the technical side were around. What's, what's changed? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So the old ways, you know, we, we have them available. And and um, what I like to call, they're still kind of the old ways, but I call them the, them the, the traditional ways. This is the way people have been printing for well over 20-something years. Um, so we've improved HPGL2, HPGL2. So we had, you can pick 
pin widths, pin sizes. You had better scaling features. Um, it was a more complex file. HPGL2 was so popular that many vendors started using the HPGL2 driver. It just made life so much easier. Um, and it's still used to this day just because of how robust and how tried and true this driver is. Um, on our smaller format, they started with PCL, the print control logic. So there's a PCL driver. Um, it's more uh, general in use. People like it because it's easier to use. So if you don't have super complex files, it's just a nice, easy driver to use. Going on the opposite way, some people like to need more power. They need more control over the color or the color maps, or they're doing, uh, they have a fleet of these, these machines. So the traditional way is to get a rip. And with the rip, you've got that. You've got absolute control of your color. You have absolute control of the printer and exactly how you want it to uh, be printing and color manage. And you can also run a fleet of them. So that's great for that. Now, also, years ago, um, Apple, they wanted to get in on this as well. So they've had to develop PostScript. Uh, so the PostScript driver helped with Apple print to printers in general, and especially with uh, the HP design jets. Um, back in the day, I remember if you wanted to upgrade your printer, you had to buy a PostScript cartridge. It kind of looked like a one of those cartridges that you plug in in an old Nintendo game console and boom, it was upgraded. We've got more complex or more streamlined since then, like our new design jets, um, Z9, they just come with it built in. Um, if you're printing on one of our technical machines, you can upgrade the PostScript version. You don't have a funky dongle that you need to plug in. Um, I'm sorry, you don't have a big cartridge, but you have a nice little dongle, you just plug it in and unlocks it, and there you go, you have it. But we haven't forgotten everybody. We even have um, drivers for people who like to print from Linux. So if you have your Linux machines and you, and you want to send print to these machines, then just go to our HP developer site and you can download what's called the HP LIP driver. So with our newer design jets, you can still work on your old and traditional tried and true softwares. So you don't really have to upgrade your softwares if you really, really have everything dialed in. But the cool thing is all of our modern machines are backwards compatible to all of that. So, you know, it's still very common. And I'm sure you guys get a lot of questions about our new machines. And you probably have some customers out there that have these tried and true traditional ways of printing. Yeah, absolutely, Eddie. And, you know, I, I can still remember trying to uh, convince a newspaper, major newspaper out in Manitoba, um, who was using the old Blackmagic RIP uh, to change to the RIP independent um, RZ6 series. They, oh, yeah. they, they couldn't believe it could actually do what they needed it to do. And, and they had no choice because Blackmagic was disappearing. We, we did manage to prove it to them, though. Well, that's awesome. I remember black magic and, and I don't know, it's a pun on words, but black magic disappearing, just saying. <laughs> yeah, I remember black magic um, as well. I remember back when most of our customers used third-party software rips to print, but they always had to process the file on their computer. Right. And once HP integrated the PostScript rip into the hardware, it was a major game changer. So once, once that was created, the file was able to process on the printer itself and it freed up their computers, 
that was a big deal. And I can think of a specific graphics customer that used the PostScript rep when creating ICC color profiles and process, he would process these massive graphics files. The PostScript rip would allow him to process the files so much easier with less errors and save him a ton of time because he was able to move to the next project on his computer while the printer did all of the processing. This definitely made a huge difference in our customers' workflows. Absolutely. So, Eddie, you talked about the old ways and the traditional ways customers print. What are some of the new ways of printing today? Oh, now this is the cool part. So, yeah, we have these wonderful new ways um, of sending prints to the machine. So there's always, you know, at HP, always trying to make it more than one way to get your jobs done, ways to fit your workflow. Um, so we have version four drivers now. So with the latest versions of Windows out there, they've kind of changed the backbone and how they handle sending jobs and, and talking to peripherals. So our traditional ways are the version three drivers. We now have these version four drivers. They have the look and feel of the version three drivers, but they have the nice sleek interface of like Windows version four windows and applications. Um, we've moved up from PostScript drivers to PDF drivers. With PDF, there's more features available in there. There's more ways the driver can handle layers. As a matter of fact, like in our DesignJet Z6 and Z9 and, and Z9 Plus Pro, we have the PDF engine built inside the machines. What that means is you can send your entire print directly to the machine. The, the driver that you have in Windows or your Mac environment, it's just a pass-through. It sends everything to the printer and the printer handles all the layers, everything there. So you now free up your computer and the machine does the processing and the printing. If you need something with more of a workflow um, strength, then we have SmartStream. So you can deal with more file management. Um, you can choose exactly how you want it laid out on, on paper, and you can send it to fleets of your wide format printers, all your design jets and all your page wise. If you want something really easy to use, we've talked about it in many of our podcasts. We have HP Click. And again, within five minutes, it masters it. And it's so much easier than using the traditional drivers. And it's so much easier than typing out the code. You just drag and drop it. You like it, you hit print. If you're on the go, we have the HP Smart Mobile app. So you can send jobs from anywhere in the world as long as you have uh, mobile access on from your phone. And we've got some of our machines where you don't even need a workstation anymore. You just put it on a thumb drive, you walk up to the printer, you plug it in the USB port and you can print directly off the thumb drive. And of course, these machines of ours are new ones. They all have their own email account. So you can send email to the printer and the printer will check its own email account. If it sees like a PDF or a JPEG or a TIFF attached to it, um, it'll take it and print it for you. So it really, you can see that we have so many wonderful ways of printing and it really really makes it diverse and really you can customize it for your customer's needs. Now, with all these wonderful things, now I'm sure, Diane, you probably have some of your customers that you've ran into, and I'm sure they're really enjoying the new ways of printing. Well, absolutely. And it's, you know, I keep talking about all us old people, but um, one of the things, those <laughs> things that we've, uh, well, 
we're here. But one of the things that we've noticed in the last two years is that there are a lot of us are retiring, a lot of people in, in this age group. And what's coming into the workforce are a lot of young people who, quite frankly, um, they want things simple for them. And I can still remember going into an office interiors manufacturing company here in Ontario. And um, they were ready to send the page wide back because they couldn't get it to print properly. I oh, walked wow. in. Yeah. Be, well, you know, it happens. Frustration. I walked into the main office area and there sat the designers, their laptops open in front of them, trying to figure out how to print from a Windows driver. And I don't think these guys have ever seen a Windows driver, just to be clear. Um, whether they could or couldn't was irrelevant. They just mm -hmm. didn't, they just didn't want to bother. It was too complicated. It wasn't their job. So we showed them HP Click and right away the problem was solved and they were happy. In fact, so happy they just bought another page wide and, and that's, you know, that's a testament to how, how wonderful Click is. Oh, that's awesome. I love Click. Yeah, absolutely. So it sounds like all of us love HP Click and Diane, age is just a number. But you're right. I think the younger one definitely like HP Click and easier ways of doing things. So HP Click has been a savior in so many ways, mm -hmm. and it comes with HP Design Jits, and we all love free. But um, I have customers call and they ask why they're having errors when printing specific files, and I always, I always tell them try HP Click and let me know if that fixes the issue. And believe it or not, nine times out of ten, that always seems to fix their issue. So it's, it's definitely amazing. Absolutely. And then, yeah. And then just to give you an example, I had a customer trying to print a 24 inch by 36 inch landscape file through the old way of printing. And it would print roughly 22 inches fine, but then cut off the rest. So I told him, hey, try click and voila, it printed perfectly. So a lot of customers don't even know HP Click exists. And I love feeling like I'm able to help them. And really all I have to say is, hey, try HP Click. So, I mean, you even get to see the preview of how it will print before it prints, and it just makes your your printing life easier. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I, would, I wish we had HP Click 20 years ago. Just It's just that wonderful. You know, so you guys, you can see there are many ways that you can print to an HP wide format printer. There's the old ways, there's the traditional ways, and there's these wonderful new ways. And the really cool thing is that our machines, they can receive and print in all of these ways, including the old ones. And our developers, they're constantly finding newer and more streamlined ways to send prints to our machines. As a matter of fact, I'm excited to find out the new ways that we're going to be sending to prints here in the future. Thank you so much all for listening into our podcast and letting us share our little wonderful nuggets of information to you. And thanks, guys, for the amazing stories, Diane and Mindy, that you have for us. And how our design jits can fit in your classical, traditional, and new ways of printing for you. Thanks again, Mindy, for hosting and continually sharing our wide format community these amazing machines. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Eddie and Diane, for sharing such great information with us today. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in to today's podcast, all about the ways you can print. We hope this provided you some new insight to new ways you can print to your printers or if you're planning to purchase a large format printer soon, please reach out to your local HP reseller to find out which printer fits the best for your printing needs. Stay tuned for our next podcast where we will be discussing the tipping points on making a decision towards purchasing a DesignJet or a latex printer. If you're excited to learn more and can't wait, please check out our brand new virtual booth at hpvirtualbooth.com. Thank you. Take care. Stay healthy. See you next time.
Thanks for listening to the HP Wide Format Print Lab with Eddie and Mindy. If you liked this segment and want to know more, please check out the HP Virtual Booth at hpvirtualbooth.com or please reach out to 1-877-215-7428. If you're interested in scheduling a live demo on an amazing DesignJet printer, please reach out to your local reseller or HP rep. Your new HP DesignJet printer awaits. Upgrade today and get up to $1,500 cash back with our HP Cash In and Trade Up promotion.